Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're out to lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. We hear that it's difficult to attract tech talent to Baton Rouge and harder still to build tech companies, but that's not entirely true. Local companies are carving out an amazing space in the tech sector and designing really impressive software platforms and tools that are attracting worldwide attention. Joining me today is Steve McKinney of Cell Control, a Baton Rouge company that less than a decade ago came up with technology to help eliminate distracted driving. That was in 2009. In the years since, Cell Control has become the global leader in this field by selling its services to companies, big Fortune 500 companies that have huge fleets of potentially distracted drivers. One reason the technology is so popular is because it's simple. It pairs a Bluetooth device with your cell phone to help keep texting and web surfing impulses in check while you're on the road. It consists of just an online account, a device that mounts on your windshield under your rearview mirror, and an app. It's also popular because it's saving those big companies with their fleets of drivers a lot of money in insurance premiums. And today, Cell Control has over 100,000 users, a number that's expected to grow, and Steve is gonna tell us all about how they're doing it. Thanks for being here today. Absolutely, glad to be here. Also at the table with me and Steve is Calvin Fabry, CEO of Envoke, a Baton Rouge-based digital agency that does custom software development, mobile applications, advertising and branding campaigns, web design, web applications, intranets, and portals. Calvin founded the company in the early 2000s. Today, Envoke has grown to more than 30 employees, a second location in Hammond, and a reputation as one of the go-to software development firms in the area. And one of Envoke's most innovative new products, and one of Calvin's personal favorites, is LA Wallet, a digital driver's license that you have on your phone and that serves as a legally accepted form of ID. And as cool as that is, Envoke is taking it a step further, expanding on it with the development of a verification portion so you can check the background of an Uber driver or or even the status of a contractor who comes to your home to do repairs. Calvin, that's a great story. So can't wait to hear all about it. Thanks for being here with can't us. Can't wait to talk about it. Thanks. Well, Steve, I want to start with you because people probably don't realize that distracted driving is one of the fastest growing fleet management expenses for business. It's not just a safety problem, but it's a cost problem. And so cell control is having amazing results addressing it. According to your company's data, your platform has protected customers from trying to access more than 16 million apps and text messages. Those are phenomenal numbers. Yeah. Never mind how you came up with that number. But how does the software work? Well, it's, I mean, it's really quite simple. I mean, you know, how many times has, have any of us been driving down the road and you see that car swerve a little bit in front of you and as you pull up, they're sitting there looking down at the phone. Right. Um, what we do is we have an app that sits in the background on the phone and it's basically listening for that device that you mentioned at the beginning. Um, we have a device in the vehicle too. It's basically checking for motion of the vehicle. Once that vehicle goes into motion, it puts a signal out that gets picked up by that phone and we essentially put a blocking screen up. So you can't interact inappropriately with the device. You can't wow. text, you can't email, you can't web browse. 
We can do things where you can allow hands-free calls if that's legal and that's what your choice is, things like that, or you can shut it down completely. The signal does still work, calls are still coming in, texts are still coming in in the background, it's just that the driver doesn't know that they're coming in. So you have to stop, once a vehicle stops, phone works like normal, and that's the real simple version of it. Interesting. So. And, and so today, as I mentioned, I mean, the real growth in this is to sell it to companies it with huge fleets, mm -hmm. not just to people with teenagers or, you know. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, really it's, it's, it's a matter of, of, you know, early on, and, and we're starting to really hit a growth spurt, which is really nice. But early on it was, quite frankly, let's stay alive. You know, if we can mm -hmm. go and sell to one company and get 500 users versus having to go find 500 parents who are willing to do this, it was a lot easier to, to basically start off and make some revenue. Um, we would like to, and we do have a couple of smaller consumer programs that we're working on right now. Um, one in particular that I'll just highlight, we're working with a county in, in New York, um, in Nassau County, where New York has a, basically a, a zero tolerance. If you're caught touching a phone while you're driving, you get a ticket. Um, but they have a policy in Nassau County where if you want to sign up for the cell control program for a minimum of 90 days, then they'll still charge you your fine, but they waive the five points against your license, which is kind of huge. We don't do points in Louisiana, but it's at 11 points up there, you lose your license, and a texting ticket is worth five of those 11 points. So they'll waive the points, which saves those drivers money on insurance, and that's one of our consumer programs that we are doing. But everything else is pretty much those fleets that we're trying to work with. Yeah. So interesting. All right, we'll delve more into that in a minute. But Calvin, I want to bring you into the conversation because sure. Envoke is doing all sorts of cool stuff too. And LA Wallet is really a standout product. Y'all spent several years developing it. And, and where is it now in terms of its growth and, and what kind of reach are you having with it? A uh, great reach with LA Wallet, the first digital driver's license acceptable by- In the by, whole country. In the entire country. So right here developed in the Silicon Bayou of Louisiana. Fantastic. By 100% Louisiana graduates is the LA Wallet digital driver's license app. It's available in the app stores, Google stores, um, in the first month and a half, over 50,000 users downloaded. Really? Yes. yes. And so when did y'all debut? Um, the governor announced it, I believe, on July the 2nd. Um, but I would love to bring a whole team of people in here to have lunch because it wasn't just Invoke. It was the Department of Public Safety, state police. Um, it was the, the general counsel of the state of Louisiana. It was uh, a lot of people got together in the same room to hash out legislation to make this legal. Uh, to make it legally acceptable by state police, municipality police, parish police, and the, uh, we're on the road to adoption right now. Alcohol, tobacco control, mm -hmm. so you can uh, use it at bars and restaurants and stores when you're buying alcohol and tobacco. Um, also, the Commissioner of Elections is all about it as well. So, so, we can use so it there. did they come to you, or did you all have to try to go sell the state on changing the laws, which is pretty amazing? Well, it was part of a an RFP response that we were doing for the Department of Public Safety. So, and as so part of they our, put it out there. They did. They asked the state asks whenever they issue an, a request for a proposal, mm -hmm. they ask for innovative concepts from vendors. And as part of those innovative concepts, we saw this on the horizon. We pitched it as part of our response. The state recognized it and said, this is something that we could, we could bring to life here. So over the course of years, uh, Representative Ted James sponsored the, the legislation okay. in 2016. Um, it became an act, Act 625, I believe. And uh, here we go. We're, we're off to the races and leapfrogging a lot of other states. And was it pretty easy to get passed through? 
It was. Okay. Yes. Uh, mainly because of the collaboration between the Department of Public Safety, State Police, and all the players. So let's talk about developing these very complex systems. You gave a plug to the LSU programmers and designers that helped you, or the Louisiana graduates who did that. Who has designed your software, Steve, at Cell yeah. Control? Everything that we do here, all of the software, the hardware device, everything we do here um, is done right here in Baton Rouge from that aspect. We actually have 3D printers and prototyping machines in our offices at the at the Louisiana Technology Park. So we can create prototypes there. We do send off for manufacturing when we get to large production. But all of that, the firmware built on the device and the software that's built into the app, everything is developed right here in the Baton Rouge office. And I think just about everybody is also uh, Louisiana grads on our team too. So, And has it been difficult to, to find the talent to do that? It's, you know, it's not as much of a challenge as everybody makes it out to be. I mean, it takes us probably a little bit longer than, you know, we may not have the list of 40 resumes that all qualify like you might have in some other larger cities, but we always have a couple that qualify and we can always kind of weed out and figure out who's the best candidate at that point in time. We haven't had, you know, I think the longest time we've had a job posting out there on the technical side is really maybe three or four weeks before we found the right candidate. So it's really not yeah. as bad as people try to make it out to be. What do you think, Calvin? You're kind of shaking your head a little bit. Um, it is really know? hard to find, for us, it's, it's hard to find the right balance of skill, technology, Technology, aptitude, and empathy. We like those those uh, candidates that can really empathize and get in the shoes of the people that are going to use the app. So even though it wasn't developed at the colleges, we have all, all of our staff come from Louisiana colleges. So our colleges, are, especially Southeastern uh, universities, doing a great job with computer science graduates. That's why we have an yeah. office in Hammond, Louisiana. Now with your, your products, and let's talk cell control for a minute, are y'all the only ones doing it in the whole country? Do you have a, a patent on it to protect it? And and what I'm wondering is, has anybody figured out how to hack their way around it? Or so, yeah, the the, the we do have um, a few patents that have been issued for on our technology. So we do have some protection there. As far as other folks who are doing what we're doing, there are there's a few other companies around the country that are trying to do some of the things. Um, there's a couple of unique pieces that we have been able to crack that nobody else has, though. Actual protection on an iPhone. Um, there's really not anybody else who can do what we're doing. Apple and iPhone have a lot more protection wrapped around their operating system and what have you. So we figured out some unique ways to do it that have been completely passed by, you know, the, the Apple engineers. They've kind of dug into it with us. Um, so that's something unique. And plus the the way that with our technology we can identify actually when the phone is in the driver's seat and only block it while it's in the driver's seat okay and we have some patent protection around that too so i can hand the phone to my passenger they could use the phone send my wife a text and hand it back and it's blocked again so there's a couple so of unique cool. things that we're doing <laughs> that nobody else is and so really over the course of the last four or five years some of our kind of perceived competitors around the country really have just kind of started dropping off because we've become the the choice of of the fleets and what have you so you know you hate to see anybody going out of business but that's what's <laughs> happening because we're i mean our guys and i would love to take credit but it's not me it's our guys on the engineering side and girls doing that and and we're doing it better than anybody else so so how big are y'all now i mean what kind of volume are you doing um volumes right now um you know we're we're probably shipping close to five thousand a month right wow. now and so we expect that to 
continue to grow. Um, you know, three or six months ago, I would have told you it was about 2,000 a month. So, so it's really growing fast. It's really starting to hit stride now. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about LA Wallet, Calvin, because this is such a cool concept. Um, what kind of growth are you all seeing, and how are you getting people to use it? Why? What's the sales pitch? Why? Why would I want to use it? Um, well, the sales pitch is you have. Um, you have your digital identity on your phone. People leave the house all the time, and if they leave their wallet, they don't go back. But if they leave their phone, they definitely go back. Um, the next thing is is that it's always up to date. The, the card in your wallet, you can drive around for months not knowing that you're suspended or that your insurance lapsed, and they told the DMV, and the next time you're gonna get a nasty bill when you go back. So the app phones home every time you use it, and daily, and it says, is this credential still good with the DMV? Are they still happy with me? So, so you all have designed something that, that's talking to the DMV database and Absolutely. is also connected to every user's individual ID. Yes, it is, it is wow. a secure digital credential on your phone that has a real-time connection back to the DMV, back to the state's mainframe. And that's why we uh, introduced the Verify You, the ability for me to verify that you're not a suspended driver and that you are who you say you are. So how does this work? Well, you have to both mutually agree to okay. share certain information. For example, the app will only allow me to share with you the valid status of my license, i.e. I'm not suspended. Am I over 21? Very important, I'll come back to that one later. <laughs> Uh, my full name, and optionally my driver's license number. Okay. We only want you to get those things. Those are the only things that you really need to work with when it comes to my identity. We worked with the ACLU, believe it or not, the Libertarian Party. But that's smart. Party. Get them on board early, yes, right? Because absolutely. that could potentially have been Anytime you get a no comment from ACLU, you're in great shape. Great shape. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take that all day long. So we think that, there's, that the Verify You portion is going to be uh, again, a, a part of a safety system, just mm -hmm. like Steve is in the safety business. We're also in the safety business that we just recently found ourselves in. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Calvin Fabry of Envoke and Steve McKinney of Cell Control. We'll be right back after this very short break. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Calvin Fabry of Envoke and Steve McKinney of Cell Control. How has it been? I mean, these are both such great products, and I know you all have both been around for a while, but is there money here to develop these? How has the, the financing end of this, the, the search for the venture capital or the investment money that you need? Initially, we kind of started, most of our investment was kind of friends and family. So it was local folks around here, a lot of business names that you would probably recognize here and there who really started cell control and kind of helped get it going. Um, you know, since then we've taken, just recently we did take on a little bit more of, of kind of institutional money and this is really helping us to hit that that kind of growth spurt right now. I mean, now. to do That's the really, kind of rollouts and yeah, you're talking to, about nationwide, it seems like. Yeah, it, well, we're it's worldwide now. I mean, we, yeah. we are, you know, we're a Baton Rouge-based corporate headquarters company here and we just opened an office in Dublin, Ireland. Fantastic. So it's um, and what goes on in the Dublin office? Is so it right, it's we're, we're trying to ramp up some of the uh, the EU sales, European well, Europe in general. I shouldn't say EU anymore because uh, you know, somebody not <laughs> not hanging around. But anyway, um, so trying to ramp up some sales out there. I mean, yeah. you know, going you go back to it. It's a universal problem. I mean, like I said, you just drive down the street, you can see it five times in three miles. 
or, or more, and it's not just over here. I mean, it's everywhere. So we've got customers now in Australia, um, in Europe, uh, a couple of customers in, in parts of Asia um, and in Africa. So it's uh, we're, we're trying to really take it. And to do that, yeah, we needed a little bit of funding, I mean, to get the word out, get the marketing done and everything mm-hmm. else. So that's, that's where we are. But And, yeah. and what about Invoke? Yeah, Invoke is, uh, LA Wallet was all uh, delivered to z- with zero cost to the state. We, we developed it all on our dime. Have you been able to roll it out to other states, or do you have plans to roll it out to other states? We do. We've had other states contact us That's nice. already. Um, even one overseas, an, an overseas country. We can go drink some Guinness at Stevens Dublin, <laughs> Ireland office. That would be great. Um, so, yes, we are so early in this right now. Um, it's, it's really an exciting time. Are other states doing it at all? You said we jumped ahead of, of several. Yes, we did. Uh, the government uh, paid, I think, a $2 million grant to a couple of other vendors that do identity, and they are establishing a pilot program for about 10 other states. Um, they are going very slowly. They've been doing it now for about five years. They don't plan to launch the first state, I think it's Iowa, until the end of 2019. Okay. But uh, we have leapfrogged over 10, and some people would say 15 different states that are trying to do this. Steve, do we have data that shows, um, for instance, how much safer the roads have gotten since this distracted driving technology has been available? So, I mean, not so much the roads overall, because granted, you know, with 100,000 of our customers out there, there's a long way to go for us to, to make a significant dent in the roads in general. I can tell you that we have... I mean, I've seen the data from some of our customers. Um, one in particular, I won't mention by name, but um, a large pharmaceutical we deployed to their North American sales fleet, about 3,500 vehicles. Um, they right now are experiencing, in the first year, they were consistent through the first year at about 48 to 52% reduction in accidents month over month over month That's over huge. month since they deployed. I mean, you take half the accidents That's of 3,500 vehicle fleet, you're talking millions of dollars saved, millions of injuries, and a lot of people hopefully went home that yeah. Yeah. might not have. Is really kind of that's you know kind of how we get up in the morning. That's how I get up. It's it's you know I, every once in a while I almost get a little choked up about it. It's like look, we're gonna wake up and go do our job, and then make sure that somebody who might not have gone home is gonna go home tonight. I have a question for Stephen. Yeah. Um, what is the mix between commercial drivers and residential drivers, non-commercial drivers? Right now, it's probably about 95% commercial. Okay. That's that we're deployed I can see out where to. That's a lot of benefit. And yeah. the insurance companies have driven a lot of this. You all were smart so, yeah. to partner with them early on. We have we have had some of our customers come to us. Um, you know, it's it's also different on commercial lines versus personal lines, but that's a that's a much longer discussion. But so commercial lines insurers have a little bit more flexibility in being able to look at a technology like ours, work with their customers to deploy it, and offer some discounts, um, as as warranted though. So we have had some of our customers come to us and say, look, I'm, I'm my insurer is basically saying we're not going to get renewed unless I tackle some of my problem with accidents. We know that it's basically due to a lot of people on the phones. Sometimes they admit it, sometimes they don't. Another discussion is how underreported the problem is. Hmm. But I'll anyway, admit it. I do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. stop. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I have a fix for stop you. Stop calling it's me. It's quite <laughs> simple. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's, you know, to, to, to have them come to us and say, look, I'm getting ready to get dropped. 
And then within a year, they're calling back and saying, okay, my insurer renewed me. And we end up getting another phone call from that insurer too, saying, hey, we've got some other customers we'd like to talk to you about. But they renewed me and they gave me discounts this year because I had a 37% reduction in accidents last year based right. on after I deployed with your technology. So yes, yeah, some numbers that I can get you on it, are we making a dent in the overall national average? You know, it's the tiniest little dent so far, but we're getting there and we're gonna make a difference. Calvin, um, on an unrelated topic, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking about LA Wallet and, and we talk so much about identity theft. And, yes. and so one of the things you think is, gee, could somebody steal my ID, you know, right. if it's on my phone. Right, we've had a lot of uh, discussion around that. In fact, I can't tell you the third party company that comes in and vets all of our processes. We don't want to issue any challenges to our, <laughs> to our security layers. Uh, but that is a, a huge concern. Sure. Um, that's why when I was uh, telling you about Verify You, I, the citizen, get to choose what attributes I want you to see a third party. Okay. It's also kept behind your, you know, your fingerprint or your facial recognition with an Apple phone or an Android phone. You, you can also set up a four-digit PIN and a user ID and password. It has as many layers as are practical. Now, what if your phone runs out of battery juice and you just got pulled over? Mm -hmm. Well, you can log into your wife's phone, as long as you know your user ID password, and get your, your secure credential downloaded to your device at that point, too. Okay. So, but as far as stealing it, um, if, if I knew that my phone was misplaced, if I left it in a taxi in New York, for example, um, I could go online to either another phone or online to the web and say, log out of all devices and that device now would then uh, remove my digital ID if it ever got run. Interesting, mm -hmm. so there's a, there's a fail safe. Are sure. there other big products that you all are working on that might you know be as, I mean, I don't know if cell control is the company and the product, but are there ancillary products that spin off of that? Is there anything as big as LA Wallet and the Envoke you know, toolbox? Um, well, <laughs> on, the, on the LA Wallet side, uh, we have a lot of feedback. If On feedback.lawallet.com, it's a website where people that are already using the app go and put their ideas in. The number one is wildlife and fisheries licenses. Please add that beneath my driver's license. And the cool thing about <laughs> LA Wallet great. is it is the most authoritative credential. I mean, you use that to go get a passport, sure, right? Sure. So underneath that, uh, that credential, you can put things like concealed carry permits. And that's the number three requested okay. feature. <laughs> okay. so Why am I not we surprised? Are there you go. Yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, so that's the thing. We're going to be adding additional credentials gotcha. underneath the authoritativeness of the driver's license. Yeah, and I mean, from our perspective, as a matter of fact, right now I have two guys in Atlanta who are doing an install on a forklift um, because you'd be amazed at the number of, I mean, folks who are sitting there. They, I mean, some of them, you know, they have tablets mounted on the forklift and they're sitting there riding around on a forklift that's quite a heavy piece of equipment carrying quite heavier pieces of equipment. And um, the number of accidents that are attributed to things like that. But on the horizon, we look to do things like that. But also, we can, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to focus on the, the vehicle and, and motor vehicles and forklifts and things right now. But as time goes on, we are starting to do some exploration into the boardroom, the classroom, hmm. homework time at night. Night like that. We can do things <laughs> like that. So, I mean, it's all there. It's just a matter of, you know, having that focus right now in, in where we need to, to create our biggest niche, and then we'll start to expand out of there. But, yeah, I mean, think about setting, you know, from 7 to 9, all phones, no, no more typing on phones Love in the that. house while homework's Love going. that. Love so, that. Is there idea. any legislation proposed for this in any jurisdictions? Are they saying 
we're going to mandate this for commercial drivers or anything like that? Well, so from the the Federal Motor Carriers Safety Act, I think FMCSA, right? Um, it's already technology like this is not mandated, but just like texting and driving laws, they're starting to take hold now. FMCSA has a federal law for commercial drivers that if they're caught holding a phone or mobile device while the vehicle is even running, they get they personally get a hefty fine. I want to say it's something like twelve thousand dollars, and or no, they get two thousand. The company gets fined like twelve to fifteen thousand dollars, and the driver themselves get a twenty-five hundred dollar fine. So, but legislation as far as the tech deploying the technology no and you know will that come one day i don't know i mean i'm 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 much at this point i'm a bigger fan of giving somebody the tool to be able to give yourself the discipline because i mean what what our technology does it really changes habits when i first started working for self control about five years ago i put it in my vehicle and i was guilty too um within about a week you just stop picking up your phone. Mm -hmm. It just trains you differently. And right. now we're doing testing in our own vehicles and different things. So there's times I might go for a couple of weeks without it or even a month. It doesn't matter. I just don't pick up my phone. It has changed That's my so habits. so great. Yeah, and, just a behavior you know, thing. It is. Is there, a, do you foresee like actually having it built into cars or into vehicles? We are working with that. We're working with some of the OEMs um, to, to try to get it essentially built into the vehicles. They, they move relatively slowly. Um, and, you know, so there's a lot of considerations around that. Really, it's quite easy to have the technology deployed and just have it available. Um, you know, think of like an OnStar. Finally just got it deployed. It's there. Now you can subscribe mm -hmm. or not. Your choice. Um, but there are a few hurdles from, from getting folks on that. Um, you know, one is, quite frankly, there's sometimes a little bit of finger pointing. Everybody recognizes that there is now a distracted driving problem, but whose fault is it? Is it a phone manufacturer? Is it a phone carrier? You know, or is it the auto manufacturer? <laughs> or the right. driver? Right. It <laughs> right? really is the driver. It's the driver. <laughs> it's the driver. I mean, and just we just it is. Own so it. so you know, I think there's some reluctance sometimes like if we well if we deploy this, are we admitting fault? Well, no, it's it it's is. Reality. It's us. It's yep. the drivers that are the problem. So sure. we, we have a simple way to fix it. Well, Steve McKinney and Calvin Fabria, I think a lot of people don't realize how much tech talent we have here in Baton Rouge and how many successful companies such as yours that we have in the tech arena here. So y'all are both setting the bar high and giving us hope for a bright future. We appreciate it, and good luck with your continued success. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Calvin Fabry of Envoke and Steve McKinney of Cell Control. You can find out more about Envoke and Cell Control by going to our website. It's batonrouge.la. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on our website. It's batonrouge.la and on our It's Baton Rouge Facebook page. These photos were taken by Carrie Hosford. You can find more of Carrie's photos at carriehosford.com. You can hear this show and past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts and at itsbatonrouge.la. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. 
Mansur's is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And Orange Theory Fitness, delivering fitness results for a healthier world. 